Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we get started, don't forget we have a website where you can find and keep up with everything from and by I Missed Me. Don't forget we have a membership where you will have access to exclusive episodes, one-on-one conversations with me, and more. Don't forget we also have our healing guides, which are practical daily tasks that I can assure you will change your life. And don't forget we also have a clothing brand, No Name Project, which purpose is to connect strangers all around the world and let everyone know that whatever it is that you're going through, you are never alone. It is the cutest brown hoodie with the quote, we're all strangers healing together on the back, which you can find either on the I Missed Me website or you can also go to nonameproject.co to get your hoodie. Go to imissedme.com and check out everything that I Missed Me has for you right after this episode. I love you guys. Let's get started with today's episode. To be a masterpiece and to be a work in progress at I the think same time. I just the art of falling in love with each other. I realize that sometimes the only one that can put the pieces back together is yourself. With love and Hey besties, welcome or welcome back to another episode of I Missed Me and to another one of our weekly collab episodes that you guys love. Today I am so excited because I have Rebecca Lee with me. Rebecca is the host of the Within You podcast and we talk about letting go and presence and spirituality and everything that we love. And I can't wait for you guys to listen. So without further ado, welcome Rebecca Lee to I Missed Me. Rebecca, welcome to I Missed Me. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you for giving me a little bit of your time to come on on I Missed Me. Yes, of course. Thank you so much for having me on, Maria. I'm super excited to chat today. Welcome. We were just saying that your podcast, I I had it as the Rebecca Lay podcast, and now it's called Within You. So you just rebranded. I want to start off by you kind of giving a little bit of introduction about who you are. Um, about your podcast and about your your brand new rebranding. Yes. So hi, everyone. My name's Rebecca. I am a certified holistic nutritionist. I live in LA, originally from Chicago, also known as your wellness big sis online. Um, I'm super passionate about all things wellness, personal development, personal growth, you know, feeling your best self from the inside out, which is why I created my brand within you earlier this year. So I created Within You to really create a space for like-minded women to come together who are interested in growing and, you know, doing the internal work to see those external results and really focusing on their own personal growth and development. And we've done a bunch of events, in-person events so far, workshops. I'm hosting another event in LA, I mean, New York City at the end of the month, which is super exciting. We have our Costa Rica retreat. So a lot's happening with the brand, which is why I decided to rebrand the podcast to put it under the within you umbrella, because I also just feel like 
the name is a little bit more accurate of my mission and really empowering women to look within themselves to create and feel and become everything that they want. I love that. And I want to start off by our first topic, which is living in the present moment, which you talk a lot about on your podcast. And you say that the present moment is the key for inner peace. Can you share some techniques or exercises that you personally practice in staying present? Yes, I think presence is truly like this life hack Mm -hmm. to being happy because Mm -hmm. We all can be so caught up in worrying about the future and, you know, regretting the past or wondering what, how things would be different if we did something differently in the past. But the second that you can kind of cut out that noise and really just be in this present moment, you'll soon realize that there's actually nothing wrong Mm -hmm. in this present moment. Like in this present moment, you're breathing, you're healthy, you have a roof over your head, you, you know, like there's truly nothing wrong in this moment. And so the more that I learned how to tap into presence, the happier and more at peace, I definitely became, I think the first thing that really opened up my eyes to this was actually reading a book called the power of now by Eckhart Tolle. I'm sure you've read it. It's like Mm -hmm. such a classic. Um, So if you haven't read that book yet, please look it up and read it because it kind of blew my mind on the fact that like, nothing ever exists besides the present like the past and the future are kind of like not real <laughs> not to get too like woo <laughs> down the path, but it's true and it really opened up my eyes to it and I think that it's a lot easier said than done so incorporating small habits and practices into your day-to-day such as meditation going out in nature not being on your phone all the time like these little things just help you and your body immediately tap back into the present moment. At least for me personally, I know if I'm outside or if I'm just taking a moment to breathe or do yoga or meditation, like instantly my body is back in the present moment. I love that you mentioned the power of now because I literally always talk about it. For me, that's how I kind of discovered presence. Then after that, like life completely changes and you start looking at life in a complete different way and things start affecting you way less every single day. Um, And it just, I read it recently, like six months ago and my life has completely changed. When does this happen for you? Because I feel like that book is like a spiritual awakening door itself when when do you open that door like when when does this happen in your life yeah so I read that book a little over three years now that is crazy to say wow um I feel like this was this was 2020 during COVID time and like I feel like that was just my introduction to like spirituality and kind of I guess my spiritual awakening I guess if you want to call it which is you know obviously an ever ever going evolution it doesn't just like start and stop but I I feel like these things kind of have to come to you intuitively like I I don't even remember how I found the book I think I just saw someone posting about it and I felt like intuitively called to look into it more and so I think what's really powerful especially as women is that if you feel even the slightest ounce of like pull or desire or curiosity or like lit upness in your body at all it's really hard to describe but if you can tap into that like subtle feelings of intuitive hits you're then going to be able to go down the path that you're meant to be on a lot more easily so even if us talking about the power of now is like you know sparking your curiosity that could be a sign that maybe it's like 
your body, your intuition trying to tell you like, this is something good for you to learn and read more about. I love that. And also connected to the power of now, which takes me to my next question is that the concept of choosing long-term peace over short-term pleasure is the secret to life. And it's also mentioned in the power of now of like, we normally choose little things that generate pleasure, which we call like happiness, but at the end of the day, it's temporary. How does this happen for you? Like, how do you realize like, oh, these are things that I am choosing because of pleasure and not because they actually make me happy or like what are some things that you like realized in your life that you were choosing because of pleasure not actually because of happiness yes I love this topic I love this question and it makes me really think about a specific moment that happened to me about two years ago maybe a little bit less but long story short I was in a relationship with this guy I was seeing this guy and In the moment, sure, it could have brought me pleasure, but it definitely did not bring me peace. He was stressing me out. There were things that just truly were not well in the relationship. I knew he wasn't like my long-term person, Mm -hmm. but in the moment I was too scared to like let it go and to just be alone. So I would choose the pleasure of like having somebody versus the peace, the long-term peace of not being with this person who actually wasn't good for me. And I remember at the time, my friend recommended to me a Jay Shetty podcast where he literally talked about choosing peace over pleasure. And I listened to it and it was like kind of a life-changing moment where I was like, holy shit, if you really want to have an easy life, like this is what he talked about, if you want to have an easy life, you have to do the hard things in the moment. And so after that, I decided to really cut off things with this guy. And it was super hard for me to do. So I really in the moment did not want to do it. But a month later, two months, three months later, I gained so much peace. And I think that's just a testament to show with anything in your life that the more you can choose your peace, there's nothing more important than your internal sense of peace, that short-term pleasure won't won't satisfy you know it sometimes can be more pleasurable quote unquote to sit on the couch and eat you know some more less nutritious food options than Mm -hmm. going to the gym like definitely that's more pleasurable but long term you're going to feel the peace of doing those harder decisions in the moment more than you would the pleasurable ones I love that you're talking about relationships because that's like one of the main reasons why people that listen to like I missed me suffer about Mm -hmm. like relationships toxic relationships and what we call today situationships are letting go but I feel like sometimes it's it's difficult for them to like realize what is a toxic relationship or what is a healthy relationship and like the answer is like if what you are calling love and you think is making you happy but it's also making you suffer then it's not love it's pleasure and that's like the easiest way to like realize it how did you realize this like how was your like letting go process like of like realization point of like I have to let this person go and after that like how how was your healing process yeah I think that something that helps me to kind of bring myself out of that present moment talking about the present moment but like to help me just like think about myself long term is to think about my future self so like in that moment I was crying like all the time in this relationship Mm -hmm. like it was not healthy it was just definitely not healthy There were very high highs and very low lows. Mm -hmm. And I would think about myself in three months, six months, a year from now. And I was thinking like, do I still want to be in this same position 
mm-hmm. a year from now, like really think about it. Like as from your future self, like, do you want to be in the same position? No. And if you can confidently say that this is not where you want to be, and even if it's hard to admit that to yourself, because I know it's easier to be like, but things will change, and but I love him, and but this and that, like, sometimes you kind of have to get a little honest with yourself and maybe talking to somebody that you trust can really help you give that perspective as well. Like I'm lucky I had good friendships at the time and family who could really help me kind of see it. But you kind of have to be honest with yourself and be like, do I still want to be in the same position a year from now? And if the answer is no, then you have to make the hard decisions out of a place of self-love. If you Mm -hmm. really love yourself, if you really have enough self-worth, you need to realize you deserve better. And that means walking away from people who aren't treating you the way that you deserve to be treated. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I think that's going to be very, very helpful for people that are like trying to let go, but are struggling because their person feels comfortable, even if it's not the the healthiest. Yeah. And like, you know, of course, this stuff is so much easier said than done. When you're in a relationship and you have feelings and love for some another human being, it is so freaking hard. Like I remember the first month after ending things like, and like really saying no, because he still wanted to continue. And I was like, no, this isn't good for me. I need to stop. I was like in a really low place. Like it was not, not a fun time, but I can look back now and say, thank God I did that. Thank God I had, okay, one month of feeling like shit so that now I could be free and grow and learn and evolve and meet some other person who's treating me way better. So of course it's not easy in the moment. It's not supposed to be easy, but do the hard things like truly for your future self. I love that. I love that. And kind of in that same line of talking about relationships, have you ever been through friendship breakups? Yes, I've definitely been through friendship (laughs) breakups over the years. It's funny how it's like, I feel like it happens kind of at every stage of life, kind of like, going into high school, my best friend that I grew up with my whole life, we kind of had our separate ways going Mm -hmm. my sophomore year of college, my best friend from freshman year, we went through our separate ways. And like, even now as an adult, like post-grad, I find myself drifting from certain friendships that I used to consider people who are like my best, best friends. And at the end of the day, if there's one piece of advice I could tell my younger self going through those moments, is that it's okay and it's normal and it's healthy. And not just that, it's actually good. Like Mm -hmm. I want to shed that perspective because I, when I was younger, would spend so much energy being distraught about why this friendship breakup was happening or why we were growing apart or why she wasn't acting the way she used to act to me. And now I look back and I realize that we actually weren't going on the same path. Like we actually were very different people. We actually were not in alignment with each other. We weren't a vibrational, like energetic match anymore. Mm -hmm. And that created space. Those friendship breakups created space for new friends, very aligned friendships to come into my life. And that wouldn't have happened Mm -hmm. if I didn't go through that breakup. And so it can seem like literally the end of the world in the moment. So I honestly think friendship breakups can sometimes be worse than like Mm -hmm. regular relationship breakups. But looking back, I realized that it had to have happened. And if it's happening to you right now, know that there's someone else out there who's going to be a better, like vibrational energetic match to you and where you are going. 
A hundred percent. And it's funny because it's like we are the product of the five people that we surround ourselves the most. And you have to kind of ask yourself, do I really want to be like these people? Mm-hmm. And the answer is no, like as much love as you have for them. It's like you have to always like put yourself first and decide what like what's best for you. What are oh, some yeah. things that you like realized or like, yeah, kind of like realized of like, I don't want to have these traits from these people for the rest of my life. Like I, I want something better for myself. I want something different. What are some traits that you chose not to have for yourself therefore let go yeah I think in the moment it's tough to see but looking back (laughs) I think you can realize that the way someone is treating you is how you can accept is like to the extent that you will accept how someone treats you so (laughs) for example if someone is not putting in effort into your friendship anymore if they're not treating you with kindness if they're not being a good friend to you instead of getting distraught and questioning and fighting for why they're doing that start to see things more objectively Hmm. and so now in my life if that happens to me I just see that as objective traits and qualities that they are treating me Hmm. and then I say ask myself okay Besties, this is for everyone that's looking to learn a new language. Whether you have an upcoming international trip or want to connect with friends and family or a new culture, Rosetta Stone is for you. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone has been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages to offer, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, and so many more, and it immerses you in many, many ways. It has no English translations, which means that you really learn to speak listen and think in that language and i also love that it has speech recognition it has a built-in true accent feature which gives you feedback on your pronunciation it's literally like having a personal trainer for your accent besties don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started and for a very limited time i missed me's listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today again besties that's 50 percent off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life i love you besties and i can't wait for you guys to start learning a new language besties when i first started podcasting an online store was the furthest thing from my mind now i'm selling hoodies with positive messages on the back and it is so easy all just because of shopify shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online store stage to the first real life store stage and all the way to the did we just hit a million order stage shopify is there to help you grow whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person pos system wherever and whatever you're selling shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout 36 percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms besties i truly cannot recommend shopify enough you guys know that i have a business and it is hosted on shopify so besties, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash mafiansudis, all lowercase at shopify.com slash mafiansudis now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, besties, shopify.com slash mafiansudis. Thank you so much, Shopify, for sponsoring today's episode.
Hormone harmony is not just a supplement for women going through menopause, but it has become a phenomenon and women literally cannot stop talking about it on social media to the point where a bottle of hormone harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Happy Mammoth, the company that created hormone harmony, is dedicating to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make absolutely no compromise when it comes to quality and it contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. And the cool thing about adaptogens is that they help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout the woman's life. As these hormone harmony isn't just for menopause, but any women with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. There is no better feeling and benefit than feeling like yourself again, and that is what hormone harmony is for. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at Happy Mammoth just using your code MAFIANSURES at checkout. Besties, that's happymammoth.com using the code MAFIANSURES at checkout for 15% off today. Thank you so much, Happy Mammoth, for sponsoring today's episode. Do I want to be close friends with somebody who is expressing X, Y, and Z traits and qualities? If the answer is no, then move on. Like, don't question and fight and you know, spend so much energy, like being distraught over it. If somebody is not putting an effort to your friendship, why do you want to be friends with somebody who is not putting an effort to your friendship? Like you are for them, like start being objective about these things. And it's really, really hard to do so because we are emotional beings, especially Mm -hmm. as women, but Mm -hmm. the more you can look at somebody's actions and behaviors as objective and like not a reflection of you, but more so this is who they are. And then you can ask yourself, do I want to continue giving my precious time and energy into somebody who may be not treating me in the way that I deserve to be treated? And that goes for friendships, relationships, any type of relationship that's in your life, start looking at things objectively, and then you can make a decision from there. A hundred percent. And the healing process is, is very, very hard and it's painful. And you've been through relationship breakups in general because I feel like friendship breakups are super underrated they're super underrated but at the end of the day it is a relationship that you have in your life so you've been through relationship breakups and friendship breakups what are like top three actionable steps that you took that actually made you feel better and actually heal there's people that that like to journal meditate or like kind of you know get away from social media and connect or like talk with someone go to therapy but there's people that struggle finding ways to to feel better and kind of try to copy others but can't find like what actually helps them feel better what are some things that you did and how do you discover kind of like your little like healing journey totally totally I think that this answer will be different for everyone and I think part of the healing journey is about finding what works for you and what makes you feel better. I think I can share what's helped me personally or what I've done in the past, but I think it's it's always changing. It's always different. So for example, some things for me would be talking to a family member or, or a close friendship, somebody that I trust. Like I know that when I talk, it heals me. Like I can get things off my chest. I'm speaking it out loud. Like I'm just getting rid of whatever energy kind of needs to be out there. So talking things out really helps me versus I know some people who maybe that's not the same. So doing something like that. Also getting out in nature is super, super healing. Like anytime I'm going through anything in my life, like my first gravitational pull is like to the beach or to anywhere outside. I'm like, just get me out. 
in nature. Let me put my feet in the grass, in the sand. Like, I don't know what it is. I'm going to be in the sun. Like any sort of nature is so healing. Like mother earth is hmm. our most healing source of energy. So doing things like that can really help. Um, I know journaling really helped me a lot through my relationship, actual breakups too, because especially if I, if we were in no contact, mm. I would write everything down that I would want to say to them. And I would just like get it out onto paper. So it wasn't just like living in my head all the time. And so even if I never said it to them, cause I know it's hard if a lot's like not being fully spoken, at least just putting it down on paper somewhere. So you're getting it out of your body and out of your head and like onto paper. So that really helped me. Um, exercise really helped me. Like I remember I went through one breakup and then I got really into running like afterward. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not, I don't like running honestly, but like after that, it just really helped me get out so much like emotions and energy. So finding different ways to fill up your own cup. Like I know it's cliche, but after you get out of a relationship or any sort of breakup, like the best thing you can do is just start to like learn more about yourself, start to focus more on yourself. What do you like? What do you not like? Like, it's such a beautiful time because you really can like grow and spread your wings out of something like out of your cocoon to just learn more about yourself. Like how amazing is it that you have so much more time and energy to just be with yourself? It's mm -hmm. something that a lot of us are afraid of, but it's such a beautiful thing. Like we can grow so, so much from it. And so find what works for you and different modalities and things in your own healing journey, but know that it's a journey, right? It's not just going to happen overnight, mm -hmm. but if you can do little things to make it, make yourself feel better and to grow, I think that's what really helps. Something that I truly believe is that we don't really miss the relationship or the person, but we miss the version of ourselves that we were in the relationship. Like what we felt like validation or attention, or we felt important or we felt seen or loved. What are some things that you realized that you lacked within yourself that a person or a relationship was providing you that you kind of had to like find for yourself after those relationships ended? Mm, I love that. That's so true. It's like we miss the version of ourselves that we were with that, like when we were with that person, because mm -hmm. of course, relationships, different people bring out different things in us like my last relationship he was so funny and goofy and that made me that really brought up my weird side and my goofy mm. side and I like, loved that um I think a big lesson that I learned about myself through a relationship was I lacked a lot of self-trust mm. within myself and I heavily relied on my partner to be there for me and comfort me in decision making in my friendships in what I was doing in just kind of being like my crutch I guess and I relied on him to really like fill a lot of those emotional needs like make mm -hmm. reassurance and I think honestly when it comes down to it the base root of it was self-trust and once I got out of that relationship I had to really fully rely on myself mm -hmm. to validate myself to validate my needs to calming myself so like if I was feeling anxious I couldn't just run to him anymore and being like mm -hmm. oh my gosh what, 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 what and like putting it on him now I've learned oh my gosh you have to deal with that shit yourself because mm -hmm. your relationship and your partner obviously they're gonna bring and be there for you so much but 
they can't fill every single role and nor are they supposed to be your therapist. Like (laughs) you need to learn kind of how to self-soothe and over time it wears at the relationship if you're constantly putting things onto them. So I had to like really get hit with that, like we hit with this the hard way because we ended and we didn't talk. He was also like my best, best friend. Mm -hmm. We didn't talk for months. And that really taught me like how to self-soothe and how to fully trust myself and be okay with it being just me. Mm -hmm. What are some things that you would say that you're still kind of discovering about yourself? Obviously we learn about ourselves every single day and like every single day I, I, something happens to me and I, I, I learn something that I have to work on every single day. But what, what are some things that for you are like, I still have to work on this. Like I still have a lot to heal from this. I still need validation or attention, or I I'm still like discovering this about myself. Oh yeah. I mean, we're always growing, learning, evolving. I feel like in terms of relationships, something that's been coming up just the past few months is like, really learning how to say no to guys and things that I don't actually see long-term potential in the future with. So this is just something new. Like, I don't know if it's because I'm in my mid twenties now, but Mm -hmm. like, I've never felt this way before where I'm like, wow, I really don't want to entertain anyone who isn't actually like a long, could be a long-term partner versus before in the past, I'd be like, okay, it's fun. Let me see where it goes. Like, whatever, which is also great, by the way, because you learn so much through those experiences. But now I'm like, whoa, I'm like really saying no and setting boundaries with guys and things that in the past, I definitely wouldn't have. And it's still not easy, right? Like it's still, you still have like questions and you still want to like, you know, explore and try things, but learning how within myself to like set those boundaries and really trust myself of like, no, no, no if I don't feel like he's it in the beginning, I have to trust that he's not it. Like, I don't see like, well, maybe let's see, let's see where it goes. Da, da, da. Like really learning how to trust myself mm-hmm. obviously isn't easy. And the same thing goes for work, like pivoting directions, uh, trying new things. Of course we have self-doubt. We have things that come up when you do anything new, mm-hmm. self-doubt is going to come up. So even though I've been doing what I've been doing for years, I still have doubts of like, is this the right thing? Am I on the right path? Should I be doing something different? Do people even like this? Do people even want this? Should I just not do any of this altogether? Like the ego comes up with so many reasons to keep you safe and in your comfort zone, which is why it's so much harder to do new things than it is to continue doing old things. So of course, I'm still struggling with self-doubt in comparison and setting boundaries and being okay with that self-trust in a lot of areas of my life, but I think I've just on the whole learned how to deal with it a little bit better. So it still comes up, Mm -hmm. but I think I learned how to deal with it better than I did when I was younger. I love that you mentioned struggling with saying no, because I get DMs about it all the time. Like a lot of people struggle with saying no. Why, why do you think this is like, I know that, that you're going through it, but being the self-aware that you are, we know our struggles, but we also know the reason behind them. Obviously, it's always easier said than done. And even though we might know the reason, it is still hard to like kind of apply it to real life. But why do you think you struggle with saying no? Is it more of like fear of what they're going to say or fear of saying no and then not finding any different or any better? Because maybe your answer helps someone realize like, okay, this is my reason too of why I struggle with it. 
Yeah, I think I think it goes back to the roles we've played in the past. And so I've never played this role. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like this is habit. This is years and years of not honoring my boundaries and, you know, not saying no. And so this is just a new role and a new position to start taking. And so of course, like I said, when you do anything new, it can be challenging, it can be tough, but it takes extra, extra intention and awareness to make sure that you are following through on those things. So if if you're somebody who has had a hard time setting boundaries in the past, of course, there's tons of fears that could be coming up from people pleasing. I think in general, women have a hard time with it because we're mm-hmm. told to be more of like the good girl and to, you know, behave and you know, you don't want to like come across as like somebody who, you know, is like, I don't even know how to describe it, but like, mm-hmm. I think this is part of societal conditioning as well. But of course, when you are playing a new role, it's going to be difficult because you're just not used to it and you're not used to setting those boundaries. So it can be tough. But the exciting thing is, is that especially if you change this in the beginning with somebody. So if you set those boundaries and you say no to things in the beginning, that's how the rest of the, that relationship and those relationships that you call in will continue to show up as. So you aren't going to be this like pushover person. Like you will have more confidence in yourself and your boundaries and you're saying no, as you continue to practice this. I, I really just think it's a muscle that you need to practice if it's mm-hmm. something that you're not used to doing. hundred percent. Our brain is wired for comfort and not happiness. So it's just about practicing. Thank you so much for your time. I I'm going to proceed with our last question that I ask everybody that comes up and I missed me. And that's what does healing mean to you? Ooh, great question. <laughs> healing. I mean, it's such a powerful word. And I think that healing really encompasses a 360 degree view mm-hmm. of healing. So that includes mental, emotional, physical, spiritual well-being and healing. And I don't think it's just one specific thing. So we now know that physical ailments has a lot to do with emotional healing, emotional, you know, problems within ourselves as well. And so if you want to heal something physical, maybe look at the spiritual, emotional side of things. If you want to heal something mental, maybe look at the physical side of things because our gut health is related to our brains. If you want to heal something emotional, maybe use your physical body, you know, doing exercises and things like working out to really heal yourself. And so healing, there's so much to it, but I think that taking a very holistic view of healing, a 360 degree view of what all the interconnected parts of physical, mental, emotional, spiritual well-being, if you can take a very well-rounded look at all of it, because it's all interconnected, the easier and better your healing journey will be. I love that. I love that. And I know that that you literally talk about this all the time on your podcast. So I love that you're mentioning it because it's like a lot of people think or have this misconception that healing means feeling perfect or like healing is when I get to the point of like, this doesn't hurt anymore, but it's not like that. Healing is just a transformation of again, emotional, physical, spiritual life. It's just like a, a 360 turn. So I, I love that you say that. Thank you so much, Rebecca, for your time. Um, this was amazing. I am sure that people are going to love this and are going to find a lot of value. 
in your words, um, if you can kind of just share again where people can find you on social media, your podcast, your new rebranding, your workshops, everything. Thank you so much for having me on. This is honestly like the stuff I love talking about. Mm -hmm. So I'm so glad we like dove deep into these topics. You can find me on Instagram at Rebecca Lee, Lee spelled L-E-I-G-H. I'm also on TikTok, Rebecca Lee. My podcast is the Within You podcast by Rebecca Lee on all streaming platforms. We also have our Within You Instagram to stay updated on all things workshop, in-person events, retreats, podcasts, all that good stuff. So if you want to stay updated, be sure to follow me on there as well. So I'm so grateful that I was able to come on today. Thank Thank you you so much. much. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Talk soon. Bye. And that's it for today's episode, besties. I hope you guys loved her as much as I did. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope it was helpful. Don't forget to follow I Miss Me on social media at I Miss Me Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Don't forget to follow me on social media as well at Mafiansudis on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And don't forget, I also have a clothing brand at No Name Project CO on Instagram and TikTok, No Name Project.co if you want to go check the hoodies out. Or you can also find it on the I Missed Me website, imissedme.com to check out your hoodie and everything else that I Missed Me has for you guys. I love you guys and I will see you guys on Friday for our solo episode. With love, Mafi. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.